Hey guys, welcome back to season two of The Encounter, guys. We are here, we are back, better and stronger than ever. This is Danny from Redeemed. We got Giselle today, we got Deb, and we got Raquel. And today, guys, we're going to start off the year, we're going to start off our new season with a very important, um, I feel like every subject is important, honestly. I think I said this like 52 times <laughs> over the whole year. But I just feel everything is so important, right? Because um, this podcast is called The Encounter. And in order for you guys to, in order for, I don't want to say you guys, but I want to say that in order for us to continue encountering God and Jesus, we need to learn. And I think that um, I, was, I, was, I was reading and I was listening to this preaching that it says that there are many veils in life. And as we continue with life and we continue being more spiritual, veils are lifted from our life. And as the veils are lifted, we get to see God in a different form, in a different view. And that's how we um, continue encountering God in a new light, in a new way, in a new perspective. But um, I think the, 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 the topic today, and I don't think, but I know, it's going to be jealousy. The topic today is jealousy and um guys before we start the topic i want to say um thank you to everybody for the 52 weeks of listening and honestly thank you guys so much uh people from china are listening to us and people from uh all the united states almost from all the world and honestly i want to thank everybody that listens to us and i want to tell you guys that if you guys want to help if you guys love us if you guys want to um help us in some way like the page um instagram at redeem la and now we got our first tiktok up or our first few tiktoks up uh, uh we're also on tiktok like subscribe on the podcast on whatever it is that you listen to like it subscribe um and that'll help us um bring you this more and more every week but anyways jealousy so i was seeing that jealousy uh becomes in many sizes in many ways right I, I was i was looking at, at the first thing that that comes up and the first story after adam and eve are kicked out of of um of this beautiful paradise that god has given them the first thing this is this is why i think jealousy is something that that needs to be attacked first because it's the first thing in the bible that happens after leaving paradise and if we see it in a, in, in a larger light if we just you know take a few steps back we can almost see that the paradise is like our first love with christ we meet we, we encounter christ we meet him we love him and and you know we have this you know this almost like honeymoon phase with god and then as this honey honeymoon phase starts fading away you start seeing the little bit of the uglies for example uh from church you start seeing a little bit injustices you start seeing the little defects of a church because every church has its defect you start seeing that not everybody is as perfect as you thought and then you get just like eight just like Cain you get to see that when you bring your offering like Abel brought his offering God doesn't like it as much and and I can see here that that Abel and, and Cain Abel I feel like he was more of like just doing what his dad taught him but Cain was more looking at his brother than looking at his own offering and the Bible says that Abel applied faith and Cain didn't Therefore, our theory, our, our theory of, 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 of we say why Cain was mad, why Cain was jealous at Abel is because God loved Abel because of his faith and Cain couldn't reach the same faith. So I, I wanted to start with there because I think Cain and I think um, the, the jealousy that Cain had towards his brother led him to death. And we have to understand that sometimes that's going to happen in, in our lives. Sometimes the person next to you is going to achieve what you wanted 
a little bit before you. But, I want, and I want to end with this because I've said this many times and I want you guys to understand this, that sometimes the little thing that God gives us is a big thing. And we don't even see it because you don't want to put the, uh, we don't want to put the work towards that. For example, his dad, Cain's dad, which is Adam, lost the talking face-to-face with God. Yes. Eve as well. And who is God talking to in this story? No, Cain. Cain as a firstborn, Cain as, as the son of promise, he had the promise that his parents had lost. And yet, he thought it was too small. It was too small compared to what, his, to what Abel had. But guys, if you guys let me, I just came for preaching yesterday twice. So if you guys let me, I can preach the whole time. So I don't want to preach. Go ahead, please. Um, so actually, I was, honestly, this is beautiful because it relates exactly to the example that you just gave. I was looking like, okay, what is jealousy? And I was like, okay, jealousy is feeling or showing unhappy or an angry desire to have what somebody else has. And I was like, okay, so what comes out or what is, how do I know that I'm jealous of somebody? Like what? What what do I know are its um, like fruits, right? And one of the things that I found, and I think it's so beautiful, is um, that it rots your spirit. And I found this in Proverbs 14.30. It says, a heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. So we can see here that peace gives life while jealousy causes death. And that it goes right hand in hand to, to Cain and Abel because what happened as a result of that of that jealousy? Cain killed Abel. Mm. So that jealousy grew and grew and grew and eventually it it fructified into that death. But not only of not only of Abel but of Cain as well. And n- another thing that I saw was that um another fruit that it has is that you have the wrong motives for wanting something. And I found that in James 4, 2 to 3 and it says you desire but do not have, so you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. And when you do ask, you do not receive because you ask with the wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. So we know that when we are jealous, so when when we're jealous, it's because we're wanting something that we shouldn't have because of the motives behind it are the wrong motives. And that's exactly what Cain wanted. He wanted to be recognized for the offering that he was giving, but he wasn't giving it with the right motives. Um, I was going to say, I love that you guys are saying this. And I, I think that it's it's uh, jealousy is a human feeling that we all will feel at one point. So to like expect that we never feel jealousy is crazy. You know, we're all going to feel jealousy because our brothers, the people we're surrounded by are blessed. And that is honestly awesome. Uh, when we look learn to look at it with maturity but god does give us like warnings like hey don't let your jealousy get the best of you like take uh take time to turn back and that's literally what god did to uh, cain if we read um genesis 4 6 it says the lord said to cain why are you angry and why has your face falling if you do well will you not be accepted and if you do not do well sin is crouching at the door its desire is contrary to you but you must rule over it. So it was almost like him telling him like, hey, like, okay, I get it. You're mad. Get over it. Now start do, start again. Do good. And I, I was thinking everybody's always like, oh my God, it, you know, like Cain didn't have a great relationship with God. But dude, God was talking to Cain. So regardless of whatever Cain was doing, he was still being uh, corrected, right? He was loved because the father only corrects the sons uh, that he loves. So I, I definitely think that um, 
jealousy is going to be something that's going to come up a lot. But if we listen to God's warning and we say, hey, okay, let's let's relax, let's breathe, regroup and start over. If we do good, good will happen. And what Giselle was reading in James 4 too, right? It says like, why don't you have these things? It's because you don't ask. That's why you don't receive. Um, yeah. And um, it, it, I just wanted to like say like two things that like go with what you guys are saying that, yeah, uh, jealousy comes also from like a lack of like gratitude that you that you have towards in this case the lack of gratitude that Cain had towards God that he was literally being spoken to like uh, we don't know if if God was speaking like this to Abel and and Cain decided to overlook that and say oh like look you're you're accepting his offering and not mine and so that lack of gratitude is what led for this bad seed to grow in his heart and then also uh the verse that Giselle said an another thing that I noticed is that envy is the rottenness of the bones and I remember that in the bones is where the spirit abides so when you're full of jealousy and you're not wanting to let go of it um it rots your spirit your spirit begins to die meaning you have this growing separation from the Lord when you don't want to let go of this disgusting human feeling yeah and, and i like what you guys said like uh, actually i love what you guys said that it's a human feeling right like i felt jealousy guys everybody feels jealousy at some point um but you know you know what you know what i i was reading right now that when he was angered his brother says that he glowed greatly with anger and his face fell and i was looking into what his face meant and there's a translation that it says presence the presence fell meaning that the presence of god that was inside of him lost the battle between jealousy lost the battle he decided to give in into his feelings he decided to be like oh no this is enough for me to give in and once he, he once he did the word fell means lose battle too meaning that he exactly did exactly what we we're trying to do well you know everybody talks about temptation everybody talks about oh you know i'm fighting as against this and i'm fighting against this urge and i'm fighting against them this temptation and yet jealousy itself is a temptation the whole point is once you feel it you fight it. If I can be honest, um, I'm 29 years old. I think I'm the oldest one here. I, just uh, My sister is maybe one year younger than I am. But I was going to tell you that in my 29 years of life, <laughs> even though she feels she's younger, but she's not. Um, in my 29 years of life, I feel like I've, I've felt jealousy before. And I felt it a lot. For example, I'll never forget like when one of my friends, not, not anymore, but when I was younger, one of my friends would get something that I wanted. Well, for example, I would, you know, you know, sometimes people don't understand this. And sometimes you say, oh, man, I wish I had those pairs of shoes. And then you had that friend that goes and gets those exact shoes. And you're like, why did he get those? I told him those are my shoes. But you don't have enough money to get them. But your friend did. So he's going to go get them. And then as my life went, I would, I would, I would just like that. Almost to the point where I wouldn't even tell people what I wanted anymore. For example, they're like, oh, Daniel, I like your jacket. Where'd you get it? And I was like, oh, at the spot. I wouldn't want to tell people where I got my stuff <laughs> because I was like, dude, don't copy my style. This is my style. And then slowly as I was like, growing up, people started doing the same thing to me. And then I started catching myself doing the same thing to other people. And then I stopped. My life stopped. And then I was like, how do you like it? And I'm like, no, I don't like it. 
I don't like it. So then I started I started looking into myself in the jealousy when people had something bigger than I did. And I started forcing myself instead of being angry, instead of trying to see how I can get there. I started being happy for them. I started saying, you know what, even though I, I don't feel this, I'm happy for you. I love you. I hope you get not only this, but I hope you get even something better. And when you start training your heart, because guys, uh, your heart is like a pet. You have to train it. You have to say no. You have to, you know, you have to almost um, give it a little bit of pain. You know how, um, remember how we used to train our, our dog, that used to, um, you used to grab a, a, you know, what do you call that? A newspaper? Newspaper and you used to t you used to grab it tight 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 you used to tighten it up and you used to put rubber bands and every time it did something incorrect you would hit it, but it's not like a hit where you almost come down from the second floor right you hit it right <laughs> but it's just like it's just like a quick saying nope it's like a baby nope no no don't do that and that's what you have to do to your to your heart your heart doesn't come ready to be perfect we must subject it your 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 heart needs to be subjected to your spiritual self so it can reach that perfection which i don't think we can ever reach it but we can at least try i don't know if somebody has something to say Yes. Danny, I was just going to say that I, I found something that I felt like was super amazing. In Proverbs 20, well, I don't know if it's a problem. The Bible is amazing, right? Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Proverbs 27, 4, it says, Wrath is cruel and anger is overwhelming, but who can stand before jealousy? And I was like, what the heck? Why Why does that even, like, I don't understand. And uh, then I was reading that in Matthew 27, 18, Pilates, correct me if I'm saying this wrong. Oh, that's okay. No, that's right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he said, right when he was asking them, do you guys want Jesus or do you, do you want Barabbas? Right after that, he says, for he knew that it was out of envy that they had delivered him up. So that the reason that they had given up Jesus was out of envy. The um, the Pharisees, the the peeps there, right? And uh, I was reading that um, envy is is worse than wrath and anger because wrath and anger come from someone doing uh, something bad to you, Wrong. right? Like somebody slaps you and so you get mad or somebody steals your man and you feel like, okay, wow, catch my wrath or whatever, you know? But jealousy comes from them doing something good and you not liking it. So it comes from like a secret place and that's exactly what Jesus did, right? What, what wrong did Jesus do? Instead, he came, he did miracles, he did awesomeness, right? And what did the people do? They said, nah, take him, we don't want him. Why? Out of envy, out of jealousy. Like, this is like, a, envy is worse than both wrath and anger because it leads to a dark place without a good cause. And, you know, be, be, before you say something, right, Kyle, I want to something, just wanted to say something that I, I was just thinking about. And people believe that the Old Testament is not in use, but even in the first story, it prophesies of what's going to happen with Jesus. Why? Because Jesus was the brother of, of, of the Jewish people, and Cain killed his brother, the one that was, was loved by the Father. And how, how, how can it be crazy that Cain killed Abel and the Israelites killed Jesus, their own brother, their own flesh. And yet people say that, oh, no, the Old Testament is not needed. No, that's the prophecy of what's going to happen in the future. The own, the own blood, their own, their own, what's it called? Their own flesh and blood chose to kill Jesus Christ out of envy. Envy was the reason why was no, no, I don't want to say the, re the reason why. No, no, sorry. Yeah, you're right. It's jealousy was the vehicle that the devil used to kill Jesus Christ. Danny, and, and I hate to interrupt you. I know, I'm sorry. Everybody no, wants ahead, to talk, ahead, but please. it's literally about this. I was just going to say that also Joseph and his brothers. And maybe this is the reason that when they ask Jesus, what is the most important commandment? He says, love, the, love God, right? And then love your brother like you love yourself. Like maybe that's why it's so important because look at all these deaths. Two brothers, it's, right? And, you would and that's, that's the, the fruit, fruit that God wants us to have. The fruit of love. Yeah.
But I'm sorry, Raquel, I can continue yeah, going, sorry, Raquel, please. Okay. Say, say, no, say, it, please. Was, it was exactly what you were saying, because 1 Corinthians 13.4 says, Love is patient and kind. It is not jealous or conceited or proud. So when we don't have the true love of God in our hearts, we aren't happy for the blessings that others have, and we don't see the blessings that we ourselves have, and we end up becoming um, jealous of others because the love of God is not in our hearts because... You know, the Bible also says if you can't love the the one that you can see, how can you say that you love the one that you can't see? I, I agree. I, and, and that's what I'm trying to say that. that that's why that's why in the story that, that, that you were saying, that you were, that you're bringing up, the, the scribe, I was telling this yesterday in the church, the scribe comes and tells Jesus, Jesus, which um, commandment is the biggest of them all, is the greatest of them all? And Jesus looks at him and he goes, love God with all your heart. And second is love your brother as you love yourself. Listen, not love him with all your love. Love him like you love yourself, which it's a little bit lower, right? Because if you tell me between me and Jesus, I choose Jesus, right? I choose to die over Jesus. All right. Um, and, um, and I was looking at this and then he says that he repeated the same thing back to Jesus. But in the way that Jesus understood is that this scribe gave this beautiful fruit, with which, which was love. He repeated what he said, and he understood it, and therefore he gave the fruit. And then Jesus spoke to him and says, oh, look at you. You're not far from the kingdom of God. Meaning that he was close to what he has to be. He understood that love takes this out, which is jealousy. If you have love, if, you're, if, you're, if your fruit is love, then there cannot be any room for jealousy. There cannot be any room for, for anything like saying, uh, just, just like, like I'm saying, imagine... That it's so crazy that you said if there if if your fruit isn't love, then your fruit is jealousy, and jealousy can lead you to death. And not only look at how many people Cain killed his brother, um, Jesus was killed by his own people that he chose that he saved. He was killed by them, and then we see Joseph being being uh, being sold and being almost killed off, and then we see it all through the bible not only with that we see uh for example in jonah that he was telling god to the people why should i go to them if they've sinned jealousy why why do you love them more than people that haven't sinned and in, 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 and instead of just saying dude just listen to what god says god doesn't god doesn't work with the knowledge or with the heart that with the heart that we have he has a a glorified heart he has an amazing heart for example, I always I always see for for example, people people usually get mad at this, but usually people get mad when I say, Oh, that God's mercy went all the way until the day, until the last minute of his death, because he was being crucified. And then the thief, I was telling this to my sister, the thief next to him goes, God, you're the son of God. And he looks at him and goes, Yes, I will save you and I will see you up in paradise. Some people be like, yeah, but that's unfair. I've been doing this all my life. No, God's mercy lasts until the minute you die. There shouldn't be no jealousy. We should be happy for those people. We should be, that's what I'm trying to say that, that I think the counter, the counter, the counter of jealousy would be love. But I'm sorry, I, I don't want to continue speaking. Does anybody have something to say? Yes, go, Giselle. Um, well, I'm not sure how much it relates anymore, but <laughs> you were talking about how uh, jealousy is a fruit of the, of the, flesh right yeah. and i i had the perfect verse at the time it, it's james 4 14 through 16 it says but if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts do not boast about it or deny the truth such wisdom 
does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For where you have envy, envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. And what I found was so, what I found was so um, captivating about this is that it literally says that envy or jealousy and selfish ambition is literally. It says it's demonic. Like the the fact that it says that is such a strong word. It's just like like okay, n number one, it's it's fleshly. So you're letting yourself, uh, you're you're flesh control you but not only that it shows that 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 you don't even have any control anymore now it's it's the devil controlling you through these emotions and what i found was the second thing that i found was so interesting is that the fruits of this are disorder and and every evil practice and what i thought was so interesting is that it goes along with this whole theme of brothers killing brothers because what kind of i mean you you're raised with somebody how can you ever possibly kill that person that you're, you've literally grown up with your entire life. You can't unless you lose that much control that you literally have no control over your actions anymore. Like you've lost every ounce of humanity. You have, you've, you've lost yourself. And um, so I was like, okay. I just thought it was, it was crazy because when we are jealous, it means that we do bad things to gain what we think we're missing. Or what we gain to gain what we want to, to have in the first place, right? And I don't know. I just thought that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. I I, I agree. I, what was the first thing you said you were reading right now? James four fourteen through sixteen. And, and it's crazy. It's crazy because there, there's another verse in First Corinthians that says that that uh, the Paul was was finding the Corinthians fighting in jealousy, and, and then in the original it says in causing divisions. And I'm, honestly, guys, this is this is this is honestly the worst thing you could possibly do, right? Divide a church, or um, or maybe um, you know, maybe take it out of out of its place. Because I'm looking at this and I'm saying how jealousy can reach such a high point in your life, such a it can almost you know what it can, it can almost be like it can literally blind you to what you want. Maybe what they even had wasn't even something you wanted. Maybe that was not even something you wanted to reach, but because they reached it. You go, oh no, they can't be it, and, and that's why, and that's why, guys. Honestly, I, I, I wanted to say something as as young people, as whoever, old people, doesn't matter. If we do not beat jealousy at our age, at our young age, which is you know everybody's here is under twenty nine because I am the oldest here. Um, if you guys don't understand how to how to beat this right now, as you get older, it only gets harder. It only gets harder, and that's why. Before you want to say, before you say something, that's why I tell people they go, Danny, yeah, but you know it's so hard. No, no, it, it's hard. But as you get older, it only becomes harder. Mm -hmm. Danny, it's so hard to say no to girls. I understand. I understand. It, it, it is hard. But when you get older, it becomes easier. Now at twenty nine, I can go to a hotel, put my credit card. No, I have my own car. I do what I wish. But at 18, 17, your mom's on top of you. Where are you going? How are you doing? You can't take the car. Where's your driver license? You have not enough money. But what I'm trying to say, let's beat it right now. Giselle, go ahead. I'm sorry. What I thought, what I think is super important is that, okay, we understand that jealousy is something that we need to learn to control. But the first thing to learning to control it is learning how to recognize, am I leading up to a path that is going to lead me to jealousy? And so I thought of several characteristics that... Um, I, that show or can be, um, I guess, um, like, um, I guess, precursors to jealousy. 
And so one I found was um, being unthankful for what you have. And the, the perfect example that you guys already talked about was um, Joseph because he was, Joseph's brothers were jealous of the love that their dad had for for Joseph. That That isn't to say that Joseph's dad didn't, love them as well in a different way but because they were so jealous of the type of love the way that they joseph's dad loved him they literally put him into a well and sold him off as a slave the second thing that i found is lacking confidence and i found that in in saul saul knew that he god had named him king and had and had um giving him the anointing to be king but because of saul's decisions and and sins he lost the favor of God. god And so, so Saul seeing God's favor over David and then the people's favor over David as David became a warrior who became recognized by the Israelites, became jealous not only of David's calling, but his leadership, his anointing and his skills as a warrior. And the last thing that I saw um, can cause leadership, uh, sorry, jealousy is lacking ambition or the wrong ambition. And I saw this in the story of Korah. Now, Korah was a man um, who lived with the Israelites in the desert, and he was jealous because um, God had told Moses to anoint, uh, what's his name, Aaron as a priest, uh, and Aaron's family as the the house of priests for Israel. But Korah said, why does he get to be um, the the priest for all of Israel? What's, What's wrong with my family? Why can't we do it? And his jealousy and... The fact that he had the wrong ambition. God had something planned for him too. But he was so focused on the wrong thing that he wasn't able to see and, and open his eyes to the fact that God had something op- something for him as well. And that led to not only his death, but the death of his entire house. I was just going to say, just all that I find it so interesting that you said this right now about Korah. Because this is what happens to us at church. Why does she get to do it and I don't? I've been here seven times longer than her. And I've worked the field eight years and you know we're so dramatic but we tend not to see what the people who have been put in the positions that you want do when no one's watching and uh we're more focused on what we do when everybody's watching right and feel like we deserve the recognition for this so i i definitely agree i think everybody has their own purpose the body of christ literally if we read first uh, corinthians 12 and i believe it's romans 12 that talks about the body of christ um we see that not everybody has the same function and the arm is not trying to be the eye and the eye is not trying to be the leg. So whatever your function is, be grateful because you get to be part of the body of Christ. And that's already like 300% more than a lot of people who are not going to be able to do that. Um, So yeah, I I think that was beautiful. Like you were saying that and I'm like, yeah, dude, absolutely. It still happens to us today. Uh, We are jealous of the things that we can have or the things we haven't even worked for actually. Um, yeah, uh, just what uh, what you were saying about um, uh, David and and Saul. Um, I was reading like also like another definition of like jealousy, and it says that one of the characters is like a fervent mind, and that only happens when like you're really really mad because when you're mad, your mind is not like thinking correctly, and you end up doing things that you're not supposed to, and you end up sinning just like. Um, Saul did and and Miriam too. Miriam came to mind because of um, because she was criticizing her 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 brother, her own brother, and and then the beautiful thing about that, even though it's like really ugly that they criticize him, but the beautiful thing is that God still has mercy on them to correct them, and and that's how God is with us. When you commit this 
when you have this terrible feeling and you and you constantly like expose it god will try to help you and give you the chance to to be better because he he corrects those who he loves and so the fact that he had mercy and love towards miriam still even after she did that he he did like um give like her leprosy but because she also like and during her process recognized that what she did was wrong she was able to be healed from a disease that is literally like impossible to be healed from but because she recognized how she was she was able to be saved and was able um to come back home you know so yeah We are reaching 28 minutes, but look, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be done, but I, I want. I wanted to. I wanted to flip the script a little bit. If you guys don't mind me, I know this is out of the question, and everything, but <clears throat> the Bible says that God is a jealous God as well. So I wanted. To, I wanted to. I wanted to. I wanted to talk a little bit on that because not everything is not jealousy is. What am I? Am I doing something wrong? You guys are looking at me like I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, Danny, you always do this. You always do the opposite thing we tell you to do. But I'm sorry, but I want to. I was going to tell you guys that there's also a little bit of jealousy. For example, there's there's uh, it says jealousy for the uh, for the serving of the house of the Lord. That's a good jealousy. In, in 2 Corinthians 11, 2, it says, I am jealous for you with the jealousy that comes from God. So there is a jealousy that comes from God, but this jealousy is not. Um, how, how can I tell you? This jealousy is not for to do bad. This is not jealousy to kill, but to things to give the best of the best to the Father, to God. So we have to understand, and we have to relate those two, and we have to separate them. We have to say, okay, they're jealousy, but one leads to death, and one completely leads to life. You have something to say? Yeah. Um, yeah. Literally, this just reminded me of something that that, that yeah. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so because I like, I think I, I asked you because I uh, because I was like, because I was like, um, but then the Bible says like God is a, is a jealous God, and then I was explained that our jealousy is obviously human jealousy, and it's completely different from God's, and then like it it clicked because in when they were in when the Israelites were in the camp. I don't know how to say his name, right? But Phineas, um, he was a he was a priest, and um, the jealousy that that he had was a good one because um, the people were bringing in prostitutes and different idols into the camp, um, and which was obviously contaminating the camp and themselves. But um, when this priest saw this one instance of a man bringing in uh, a prostitute into his tent, he got really jealous of the things of the lord because you know this isn't like a place where we come in you know one foot in one foot out it's right. like you have to make a decision point um but then he grabbed a spear and then and in one shot killed both of them and so that just like reminded me of that because you know we have to also remember that we should be jealous of the things of the lord knowing that we can't be messing around and knowing that god is gonna you know give us the consequences either way if we don't recognize that what we're doing is wrong i was just gonna say that i think that the big difference in this one is jealous and zealous jealous means like oh uh, you don't like someone because they have something good and zealous means like oh i'm so like in love and so enthusiastic about this that i'm gonna defend it at all costs and that's exactly what phineas did right he was zealous uh, so was david david was zealous for the house of the lord but God's jealousy, as you were saying, yeah, he's jealous for his bride. Right. He's like, yo, don't be don't be with other idols. Right. I'm your God. 
and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We can almost see. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy because we see that it says it says that uh, the God is jealous, and we can see that when Jesus comes down and becomes flesh, he says that he goes into the synagogue and he sees people selling inside the synagogue. He says that he sees people playing late, uh, games, and that's why I, I I believe that Jesus was a good man. I really do believe that he was an amazing man. But I bet he was sometimes he was very very bold because it says that he flipped the tables and he grabbed the whip and started whipping everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and I and then I, and then I know it sounds I know it sounds funny and especially if you're in a Latino household you that's kind of like normal in your life right <laughs> like like you go inside of your house and there's nothing wrong your mom will flip the table on you and whoop you <laughs> at the same time I don't know how they do that but they would right but um but the the, the craziest thing is that you can see that. His je the jealous. I think the word you said is good. His zealous. His 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 uh, the 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 sorry zeal. Whatever it is, you, you understand what I'm saying. Like his <laughs> his jealousy for the house of the Lord not being treated as holy, as uh, as lifted as it needed to be, cost him. How many brothers? And and I almost think like how many of those people went back to church <laughs> next you know next Friday next next whatever day they had a church. I'm sure none of them went back to church. And I almost believe that Jesus goes, I don't even care. Uh, um, I'd rather be myself and I here with my 12 disciples than be with 40 or 90 people or 100 or 10,000 people that are doing the wrong thing. And I want to tell you guys that that's what happens. And that's how God is jealous of his bride. When he comes into our temple, he sees what we have put in his hand. And if he doesn't like it, he will flip the table on you. And he will whoop you. So, so you have to understand that God's... Um, God's zeal, I think that's that's what, that's what you said, right? God's zeal and our jealousy is, is very different, and we have to understand that we want to reach God's zeal and not uh, be jealous in our own way and in our own, um, I don't know I don't know how to say it, but in our own fleshy way, in our own flesh, you know, human. our human way. Oh, nice. Thank you. Um, but, guys, um, we have reached almost 33 minutes. Yes, I got to finish this because it's 33 minutes, and honestly, if not, we're going to reach an hour. But, guys, I was going to tell you guys, um, Careful because jealousy grows and it leads to grudges. So we that's our next uh, topic called grudges. So um, just please, 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 please tune in to our next uh, episode. And guys, like I said, follow us on Instagram, on TikTok. Follow us on all the podcast platforms. Give us a like. Give us a little ringy-ding bell thing that you have there. And I ask you guys, um, and I hope that this was a blessing. God bless you guys and see you guys next week. God bless.